This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. How do you feel great on vacation? Like, really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. That'll be you. Sick. What is up, everybody? This is episode 332 of Shut Up and Scribble. Uh, JK, I don't even know where we're at. We're probably at like episode 20, maybe. More than 20. More than 20. 20. Yeah. Dope. Well, killing it. Killing it so far. Today, we're going to talk about me freaking whipping that thing out and smacking these little boys around each week of the open. And by thang, I mean fitness. Um, we're also going to talk about some of Dave Castro's hints, uh, the mushroom cap. I know you guys have all seen it. And if you ask me, I know exactly what that's hinting towards. Um, you know, it's something that does a little bit. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's just go ahead and pull that up and get it. Get it all out right. Present share screen. So excited. Boom. Wow. Look at that thing. A fungi in all its glory. I think we should read Peter's comment. <laughs> you were right. This gives it away. This is the poisonous genus Armanta muscaria. The rest is pretty obvious, especially once people remember who discovered the species in the late 1780s. LOL, death by burpees, and cow row. Wow. Do you think uh, he's on something there, or Peter's just a dumb Irishman? So I think a lot of people are talking about the the subtle hints maybe that he's already given about how he was excited about 24.1 because it was um, beautifully programmed, but also – uh, format unique to the open. So a lot of people start thinking about what what have they not done in the open? Obviously, we've done for time. We've done AMRAPs. We've done some um, intervals in the form of like mandated rest. Um, what have we not done? We've never done AMRAP repeats. We've never done a true death buy, like a, right. a, a true death buy. The chest bar overhead squat kind of was, um, but it wasn't like an on-the-minute what you think of as traditional death by never done so, a death, never been an imam till failure. Right. Never done a true on the minute death by. Um, so uh, to Peter's point, I mean, I could definitely see something like that. I'm actually in the camp of a fight gone bad style. I kind of push Ooh. back against the idea that they're going to do fight gone bad. It does make sense from a standpoint of like the fittest people will be able to push the intensity the community will, I mean, people have been doing fight gone bad for however many years, but never actually done it in competition, blah, blah, blah. I think 75-55 for a sumo deadlift high pull and a shoulder to overhead, as well as a 20-inch box jump for males, 
I think it's uh, a little bit irresponsible to do for the Open, <laughs> but that doesn't mean they won't do it. I could see something more like a fight gone bad style, but just maybe tweaking the movements a little and, bit. And what movements would you think? I could see something like keeping it a barbell that can be used for two movements, like maybe a um, ground to overhead or just a power snatch, uh, and then maybe a push press after that or shoulder overhead, but a little heavier, like 95-65. And then after that, you can keep the cow row. You could keep the box jump, but maybe make it 24 and 20 with a mandatory step down or just make it box jump over. Uh, and then you could still keep the wall ball. So I think just that that style does make sense and it hasn't ever been used in the open before. Mm -hmm. So three three rounds, one minute per movement, five movements, one minute rest in between for anyone that doesn't know what fight gone bad is. Sheesh. Because it would still be, you know, for the best in the world, it would be almost like a, okay, who's going to, Who's going to drop the thing first, whether it's mm -hmm. like a third round of power snatches for a minute straight, or it's just who's going to slow down on the row. And in the mm -hmm. end of the day, it's who's going to be able to row the hardest. And there's nothing think, nastier than that. You think somebody's holding on to a 95 pound barbell for the whole minute? Yeah. See, I think there would create a little bit of separation there from some, for something like that. But then, then you get into the conversation of, cause a lot of people do when they think about fight going bad. Well, the row doesn't really matter because getting a calorie is so much harder than getting one shoulder overhead at 75 pounds, which right. I get. Right. Would they do sumo deadlift tie pull in the open? I think they would. Should they? I don't think they should. Um, but if they were going to bring it back, because the last time it was done was the regionals chipper workout with 135.95. If they were going to bring back a sumo deadlift tie pull, the open is probably the, the, <laughs> the best case scenario for online competition. I think that's a movement that should be like a pistol that should be done in person when you have mm -hmm. someone judging. But if they're going to do it in an open or a quarters, I say go ahead and do it in the open when it doesn't matter as much. I like some of the eyeballs a lot. Um, I am in a frame of mind. My brain is in a framework where I am transitioning. Big word. Polarizing word. Uh, from analyzing programming preparing everyone on sentinel and my program as best i can and by my program i mean sentinel um for people doing the open and then quarterfinals i'm transitioning a bit from that i've got like a really good framework of all three weeks of the open and then the five weeks leading into quarterfinals out i feel like i have to transition like my brain a bit away from like the guessing game and the analyzing game because whatever comes out i need to I want to, but also need to uh, disregard any thoughts of dumb, good, cool, not cool, and just snag it. Um, yep. And that's, I don't remember feeling like this. Well, last year I did some of the open workouts. And when they were announced, I just had this like feeling in my gut, like, oh, I want to do that. And I didn't try to like, you know, overanalyze anything. I don't feel like I would try to overanalyze anything, but I also want to make a conscious decision decision to pull back a little bit, bit of the analytical, you know, cuckery and yeah, just get ready to. Yeah. As an athlete and someone that's getting ready to compete like you are against these three guys that are all really fit it, the mindset definitely has to be hey this is the task and this is what i'm going to do and it doesn't matter if i like it doesn't matter if i think the movements go well together it, it doesn't matter it's like 
Yep. Talk, talking about how much you like it or don't like it doesn't mean anything. So. Yeah. And, and also I have to get out of the frame of mind of, will this be good for me? Will it not be good for me? And the frame of mind needs to be, how do I do my best on this workout? And that's it. Right. What was the other thing we were going to pull up from Dave? So the other thing we we're just going to talk about was ah. today, today on the affiliate town hall, Dave told the people on the call that there would be no need for tape in the open. Oh, wow. The entire open there. No, there'd be no need for tape in the floor. So no wall you, walks. You think about wall walk, handstand, push up if they were to use the standard from last year. But then you also need to think about shuttle runs, lunging, or even like a farmer's carry back and forth in 25 foot segments. All that you would think would be off the table. Now, a couple of weeks ago on the weekend review, he read a comment from a garage gymmer that was a little concerned about quarterfinals and whether or not he would be able to compete in quarterfinals working out at his home. Dave's response was, if this guy has the equipment that he needs to complete the workouts, I have no doubt that he'll be able to do quarterfinals from a garage gym. He said, no doubt. He said, you will be. He said he'll be able to. So without reading into it too much and, and taking Dave at his word, because I think you should, I think the chances of them using a 25 foot distance requirement is very, very slim, whether it's not doing shuttle runs this year, whether it's not doing handstand walks, whether it's not doing lunges. I still think they'll do lunges. I think they'll just do them stationary. Rogue and Wadapalooza have both shown in their contingency plans that a step back lunge loaded is still a very like viable competition movement. You can clearly see hip and knee extension on camera. It The whole like lunging away from the cam camera, lunging back to the camera, that's taken out of the equation at all. Now, a lot of people would say, well, they can't do quarterfinals without doing handstand walks. Mm. Dude, if you if you did a 21-15-9 workout or you did a 9-15-21 workout or you did an up and back chipper, you did whatever style workout and you put a chunk of 21 wall walks in there, you're as much as you like or don't like the movement, mm -hmm. you're going to still get the same thing. Who yep. has good shoulder stamina and who yep. doesn't? So whether it's a handstand hold, a lot of people think that could trickle down to the box, you know, draw a box, do a handstand hold. I, I don't. I don't really like that in a four times setting where you have to have something timed. I think that gets a little bit sticky, especially online and not in person. But I mean, it, when I think about tape, those are the, those are all the things that come to my head. And since he said that about the quarterfinals, I can see them since he said that on the weekend review about that guy being able to do the quarterfinals workout. If you don't need the 25 foot section, it's not so much what is off the table. It's, know what is really what do we really focus on now like as a programmer in your shoes if you're like okay there's not going to be shuttle runs to me i think you think about there's going to be a there could be a huge volume of some other kind of monostructural movement whether it's double under workout whether mm -hmm. it's just box jumps or box jump overs because yeah it's a gymnastics movement but at this point in the game we can kind of agree that a lot of box jump overs is more of just another monostructural movement. I agree to a degree in the sense that you can run 10 K you can run for an hour and not be beat up. And people, if you can't run for an hour and not be beat up, you just suck at running. Love you guys. Uh, but you can't do box jump over step downs for an hour, the same way you can run for an hour. Do you know what I mean? 
So like the amount of time that it took us last year to do the 800 meter shuttle run, the 50 shuttle runs to start and end the workout, <laughs> you you can't feasibly see them just doing a huge set of box jump overs. No, I could. I could see you doing a huge set of box jump overs in place of something like that without mm -hmm. a doubt. I'm just saying I don't agree when you say it's the same thing as monostructural. I, I agree that in some instances it's interchangeable and to right. get at the same stimulus, but it's not as cyclical to say you could do this for three hours. Yeah. But the bike. Sure. And then we get into the semantics of, okay, so a 300 double unders, does that stray away from monostructural and does that mm -hmm. just become shoulder stamina? Mm -hmm. Like that, that it's that kind of question, right? right? It's like everything isn't like rowing or isn't, I mean, if you do something for long enough, there are things mm -hmm. that take over other than your aerobic capacity. Yeah. But if they don't do shuttle runs, which a lot of people think they should do away with and just take a break from for a while, you've got double unders, you've got me and you talk all the time about like, I think something like a bar facing burpee should be, should be thought of more as a monostructural movement and not as a gymnastics movement. Mm. Again, I think depends. Um, predictions so you're thinking a death by a fight combat style this is i my initial reaction reading this is this is funny but i know it's a genuine question and the reason my initial reaction is this is funny is this like i really don't know that i would qualify for semifinals to begin with uh it really does depend on what comes out i i can do everything right now but being able to do everything and being prepared to do everything are two completely different things. And so while my squatting is just coming back, it's not super strong. So four rep max front squat comes out. I'm not going to have a four rep max good number in two months. I don't think, um, maybe, but who knows? Um, so I'm not banking on it and I'm, nor am I trying, but if the workouts come out and they're good for me, we'll see. If he makes it, he's going Cause semifinals. Yeah. Uh, and that is also a big, I don't know. Um, we'll just see how it goes. I know the, the open is coming up and we, we went through last week, some workouts that we thought still hold up in 2024 as viable <laughs> open workouts for both the community and for the elite competitor, instead of just going back through those and saying, Oh, I think Colton has the edge on this workout because it has handstand pushups in it. I think we're just going to, take the open for what we know it's been, especially the last few years, kind of come up with a laundry list of movements for the next 15, 20 minutes, and just you and your competitors going through movements that we think you have an advantage over them or they have an advantage over you, maybe argue about it a little bit. And there are going to be some movements that are kind of a push. There are going to be some movements that are like, ah, I mean, you're both good at barbell cycling. So can we really say that someone has an advantage you were down that, that kind of thing. Right. All right. Kick us off, bro. First open movement, most likely open movement to come up in 24.1 spit three, two, one, go gun to your head. Uh, a light power snatch. Like mm. uh, not, uh, I would just say, let's just say anywhere from 75 pounds to 135. Probably advantage Dallin, advantage Colton, advantage me over Jason. Depending on the weight, depending on the weight, maybe 135 I, mm, with Colton. I, I, okay, so and I obviously, obviously I have an advantage of seeing uh, Jason train a lot, and I, I don't see 
Dallin and Colton train a lot at all. And I don't see you train a lot. If it's, if it's something where the high volume of just hinging pattern is going to start to take over, I will take Jason. Um, if it's just like over and over and over 95 or 75 pound, um, muscle snatches or really, really light power snatches. If there is, if it's heavy enough to where you have to do singles and you know, there's a line, like we can talk about that. Do you think it's 115? Do you think it's 135? Like, where is it where it's like, okay, touch and go is dumb. Um, it's going to be quick singles. If it's a quick singles workout, I take you over almost anyone just because I know how good and disciplined you can be doing singles, cycling a barbell. Maybe. Especially, yeah. in, especially in a snatch. Clean and jerk too. But uh, I, mm, I, I kind of disagree on the Jason thing. I think he has advantage at 95 pounds. I think it's... Mm, uh, see for me at that point uh, at a 95 or 65 pound bar it doesn't it no longer becomes hinge limiting it becomes grip limiting really and so i would say at that point yeah for sure i would say at that point probably that's why advantage jason he's taller heavier it's not as much percentage of his body weight you don't think it just has to do with like whose back's gonna blow up first my back never blows up on power snatches ever I would so say the it, only so it like, would have to be a heavy hinge for your low back to start to be a limiting factor. Even like a, like a three fifteen deadlift for a ton of reps. Right, right, right. I, th I think it would have to be a three fifteen deadlift for my back to start blowing up, or it paired with like hip extension, flip or hip flexion. Like for example, my back got super blown up on that thirty minute AMRAP I posted of sandbag to shoulder and box jumps, and it was lit up most on the box jumps. Um, but like a seven, long time. yeah, like the uh, power snatch, I don't ever really feel it on my low back. Like when we did the 22.2 together, me and Jason, mm -hmm. I, I was never at a point where like, oh, my back is on fire. My body was just like not functioning any longer because I was full of lactic acid like everywhere. And so I was just getting slow and like my midline was super fatigued, but I didn't have like my back lit up. Um, I think I weigh 190 something. I don't know what my weight is exactly right now. I'm not, I'm not texting. I'm, I'm looking up a workout. Um, okay. Let's, let's, since we're, since we're talking about high volume hinging and, and this is, this is one of the predictions that I think is at least a, a decent one. It's been forever since there's been anything over like, a 225 deadlift in the open. So the last time I did it was the Diane into mm -hmm. the, into the heavier Diane handstand walk workout. So mm -hmm. it's been four years. If they were to do something like a deadlift box jump ladder where the reps go up and the loading goes up and it's regular box jump. So you've got to have that hip extension at the top. Is that like a, Oh God, if there's anything that comes out, I don't want to do that. Repeat that. that oh, that deadlift one, that, box jump. Cause that one went up to what? 365. Then the reps went up as the weight went up. And that's that's something that's not done very much in the open. Uh, it's not done very much, period. There's only been a handful of workouts programmed by Dave or Boz that the weight has gone up as the reps have gone up, and that open workout is one of them. And mm -hmm. I think a heavier deadlift, especially for the general population, especially if they get to work themselves up into what's heavy relative for them, makes a little bit more sense than like a snatch or a clean and jerk. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be, I would not be nervous about it. I don't think right now I'd probably have an advantage over 
Jason or Dallin and I, I don't know. I mean, I've been deadlifting a lot, but again, my, my top end strength is I've PR'd my deadlift. So my top end strength is probably better than ever, but I ha don't have the volume of reps okay. at some of those heavier weights under my belt at this moment in time. Uh, thrusters. Let's go thruster. So I think Colton's going to be, it's going to be hard for anyone to beat Colton and depends any, on the weight in any kind of squatting workout. But I agree with that with, against Colton. Yeah. yeah, no, no advantage at no weight. Uh, depend it just unless it's paired with something that i'm really good at mm -hmm. so let's go um let's go thruster row versus colton versus versus all three okay oh so that's going to change it a little bit against probably down and jason versus like thruster bar facing burpee at a 95 at 95 pounds i don't know i'd probably give advantage all three thruster bar facing burpee right now maybe not maybe maybe not we'll see we're gonna do thrusters together this weekend you'll be able to have a bit more of a 95 pound thrusters that felt really good for me recently yeah what if it's like um let's just say it's a 135 thruster definitely advantage all three i've done 135 thrusters once in the past two years and that was like a week and a half ago and that's the example of like i've just begun to squat heavier again so something like that is what about what about because you sent me a workout you did um last week or maybe even two days two or three days ago with a lot of squat snatches at 135 why does that movement is it because you're not squatting over and over again with no, as I little think it's the, i think it's receiving the bar into the eccentric like that mm -hmm. you just receive it differently in a thruster where it almost pushes you down and you're using that bounce to come back up Whereas when you receive the bar for a snatch, you're trying to push up against it, um, theoretically. Okay. Um, you're not trying to just let it bury you into the bottom or bounce you into the bottom. So like a 95-pound barbell for a thruster is super – It's the weight is such that it doesn't affect me at all, whereas I don't quite have the tolerance or confidence in it at 135 yet. Whereas a squat snatch, you're not – you're not receiving it into the you're not receiving it into the eccentric in the same way for whatever right. reason so you asked me about predictions for week one and i think like a lighter ground to overhead or a snatch it's it's been programmed so much by dave i don't think it's outlandish to think it would come back up again this year since he's kind of it seems like he's at least very very involved with the programming at this stage snatch ladder advantage you over everybody and I'm saying like a 12.2 style where it's just a barbell and it's 30 reps, 30 reps, 30 reps, max reps. Or if there's fitness involved, like a 17.3 that had the chest to bar and the snatch ladder. If it's squat snatch, do you think you have an advantage over all three? Is, is, on how is, that, is that one of those movements that you just think, hey, if it's squat snatch, I'm going to be hard to beat? I would say at my fittest, yes, anyone hard to beat. Like anyone would have a hard time beating me if the if the workout is squat snatching again. I think right now it depends on the weight and what it goes up to and where the and where the weights are. If it's power, I think it's probably advantage me over Jason, advantage me over Colton. I don't know about Dallin. I don't know how his power, what his cycling, what his discipline's like. If it's squat, pr probably less so right now. Again, just because I don't know that I have the right best all-time snatches 295 
Yeah. But you're but you hit 275 just last week. Yeah, last week I hit 275. In, in, in a workout. Yeah, in a workout. So I mean, you're still you can still snatch when you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um do you think ring muscle up come back? Or do you think this is a year that we don't see him? I uh I don't know how to predict that. They're saying that all the open workouts, he didn't he say that they're like they're they aren't going to be skill limiting. He was basically saying that the creativity is not what's going to um I guess move anyone, but it's the intensity that certain people can put into them that will make them what they are. Let's just let's say ring muscle ups come out. Advance is that another one where it's like, hey, it's it's advantage me or do you still give the edge to one of the three of them anything ring muscle up is going to be advantage me over all three of them and not by a little bit okay by a lot a lot um hey listen to all this pussy ass shit up in here nah no, I, I, I would. I think Taylor's actually giving this thought, and he's, he's, uh, he's pushing back on his usual "I'm better than them at everyone" mindset. He's actually thinking about these legitimately. I give him, I give him props for that. They're very good, all three of them, and but so am I. Uh, I think if there's any, I think generally speaking, right now, if there's something that I am not ready to compete with the best in the world in, it's heavy squatting and that's really it so if it doesn't involve heavy squatting i think it really just depends uh let's go let's go um wall ball dependent workout oh but but with what just wall ball dependent so at, whatever at so pounds? whatever let's let's just say let's just say it's like um 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. No, no. Let's say 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. So that's 210. Wall ball. And same number of double unders. Like an amount that just doesn't matter. And it's just like, okay, it's a wall ball workout. So you get a workout where the wall ball is what matters. Do you mm. give yourself an edge over? I know you don't over Jason. Do you give yourself an edge over Dallin or Colton in a wall ball workout? Probably over Colton. I don't know about down. It comes down to wall ball cycle speed. That's another weird thing. That's like, that would not be an issue for me at all to do any of the reps, but like do it. Like some people have like, they like receive the ball on the bottom of a squat and just do their wall ball super fast. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. And honestly, it, for all the programming nerds that are maybe watching or will listen to this, that workout was just off the top of my head. And that might not even be appropriate for athletes at this level. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to think of a workout where, hey, it's going to come down to who can do a set of blah, 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 who can do a set of 100 unbroken, where it's like it, all that matters is the wall ball and how good you are at that movement. Mm. Uh, what about handstand push up? Advantage over Jason, advantage over Dallin. I was going to say, we, we already have kind of said that if, the, if there's not going to be a need for tape, I would hope that they're not going to change the standard again for a Yeah, we're not going to do anything. <laughs> it's, it's what I'm going to get annoyed because when he says you don't need tape and like there's not going to be 
okay, what's going to cause separation is not going to be the creativity, but the intensity at which people can hit things at. Well, that just sounds to me like there's going to be nothing skilled, but there is going to be heavy barbell, which to me is, you know, do you, um, dumb as fuck. If you're listening, Dave, chest to bar pull up advantage over all of them. You think you're better than Colton at chest to bar? Does he think he's like the best in the world at chest to bar? No. Why do you? No. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm asking. Is the speed of repetition what's dependent or being able to just do them forever? Let's, uh, let's just kind of think about it like we did the wall ball. If, he's, uh, if it's speed, if it's speed, Colton, if it's how many can you do durably? I don't know how good of a puller he is, but I know how good of a puller I am. Okay. So off that basis, I give myself the edge. Right, so Dallin just finished what fifth in the games? Was that what he finished last year? Yeah. What is he better than you at? He's stronger, without a doubt. Okay. Uh, better than me at barbell cycling. I would say he's better than me at squatting in workouts for the most part. I would say he's probably better than me at deadlifting heavy in workouts for the most part. I would say he's better than me at. What about like a, what about like a, and it's, we're probably not going to see something like this in the open, but what if it's like, um, like overhead squat toast to bar type combination where he's got mm. really good shoulder positioning. Obviously mm-hmm. he's really good at toast to bar. I think about how Willie did on the echo bike toast to bar workout at semis. Do you, if you take a, take that couplet and just say, let's just say the weight is like a, a 185, like it's a 185 overhead squat with toast to bar. How do you yeah. how do you see that kind of workout with Dallin right now? Or yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, Dallin. I think give Dallin the edge under one thirty. Okay, under one thirty five. I think me. Maybe okay. depends on the cycle speed and what's necessary. Uh, like if it's you know high 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 reps overhead squat, maybe him edge. Um, fully knee fully healthy at 185 overhead squats and toes to bar i like my advantage um burpee dependent workout any 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 kind burpee box jump over burpee box jump bar facing burpee lateral burpee over a dumbbell advantage (laughs) over both jason and dallin depends on the burpee with colton i I don't know i thought i told you it depended on the burpee with colton we got a really similar time on 17.1 or 20.1 21.1 Um, so depends. I think generally speaking, Colton's going to be everyone in the world at burpees. If it's like a burpee bar muscle up or a burpee chest to bar or a burpee, if we're doing burpee pull up at Charlotte, bro, let me tell you, Cole, we're not adjusting the pull up our height. We're all going the same height, bro. (laughs) An advantage me, hundred percent, hundo, one hundo fee. I want to say that I I can't remember. I can't remember whose show it was on, so I I don't want to say it and offend the person wouldn't it be the most boz slash dave thing to do than to just put put burpee pull-ups in a workout again where i mean now that we kind of know there's going to be no tape it kind of spoils that but wouldn't it be the most true to f you thing for them to just be like all right cool you said the shuttle runs didn't matter last year with the burpee pull-ups now they do and just and just put another one of those combinations together again do you think we see the burpee pull up again this year 
Uh, I think it would be cool. I hope to see the burpee pull up. That's one of my favorite exercises. Uh, I just love it. I love it. It's great. Great. It's tremendous. I would say Chelsea to answer your question. I don't know. In some ways, like I had a, I've hit crazy PRs on lifts. Uh, have hit some like monostructural benchmarks, so to speak that I've hit at my fittest. I think in some ways I'm probably fitter than I've ever been. In some ways I'm not quite there yet based off what I have and have not been able to do. Um, so question is IDK. It's not the answer you wanted, but sorry. I'm trying to think of anything else before you have to go. Oh yeah. Shit. I even forgot. Anything else? Um, anything high skill gymnastic over not anything, but most things high skill gymnastic over Jason and Dallin for sure. M generally speaking, I'm probably gonna get a text from one of them. Like, what about this, bro? Well, let's say if you, you have a list of 50 high school gymnastic exercises, probably 35 to 40, I'm gonna be better than Jason and Dallin at maybe high, and I mean high skill, but uh, maybe not. Maybe that's an exaggeration. Um. I think I do think my home run ability are for workouts that we don't typically see in the open. If that makes sense. I have really good general capacity, machines, burpees, box jump overs, whatever, dumbbell snatches, great general capacity. My breathing is not going to be an issue. Muscular fatigue, unless it's a crazy amount of squatting, not going to be an issue at all. Um, hinging won't be an issue at all. Shoulder overhead won't be an issue at all. Um, just depends. 100% confidence I can beat Colton in anything on a machine running. If we ever did running, definitely swimming, definitely biking. Uh, beyond that, I would say like, I don't know, heavy clean and jerk workout. Maybe definitely pig flips. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've had we've done a lot of competition yeah. events against one another. Yeah. So, um. All right. Well, I know you got to go. I know it's gonna yeah. be a short show, but uh, the plan, I think, if I can figure it out with my daughter, is if they're going to announce like at two thirty, I'm gonna try to make it to where we are live as they announce it, and we can just talk about it. Oh well, what we're gonna do, we might have to go after. Or maybe maybe I can live from the gym and we can watch Bryson do it. That's my our plan is for. Oh, he's planning on doing this. Do it. It. Okay, yeah. yeah, just get on your phone. Maybe we can right. do it like that. Cool. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Just a bunch of shit talk, deuces.